Hey guys, I'm Carrie. And I'm Courtney. And this is Bloom, Bloom Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to episode 12. Yes, we're so excited because we have our second guest today. A very special guest. Yes, for sure. My sister-in-law, Beth. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to have you today. We're going to talk a lot about business things, starting mm-hmm, a business, owning sure. a business, owning multiple businesses, being a mom and a business owner at the same time. And mm-hmm. then a little bit about Beth and all of her shenanigans, I guess. Yes. yes. Perfect word. <laughs> shenanigans. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, intro? For sure. Hey, y'all. <laughs> that is always my entry to everything. Hey, y'all. <laughs> um, I am Beth Register, former Gamble. I am um, Tyler's sister and Carrie is my sister-in-law. Um, and Coco is our, like, adopted aunt, I yes. guess, like Aunt Coco. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I grew up in Alabaster, Alabama, and I was an only child for 10 years until <laughs> that beautiful baby boy came oh. into this world. <laughs> stole uh, the show. Stole the show. Um, and he became basically my, my little baby doll. <laughs> um, so Tyler was born, and we were 10 years apart, and I went off to college at Auburn, and I cheered there and met my husband. He played baseball, and we never really left Auburn. Um, He played professional baseball for several years, and actually for seven. So, not just a couple, but seven. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was in the minor leagues, in the major leagues, and um, we made Auburn our permanent, like, off-season home, but we Mm -hmm. lived in lots of cool places. Mm -hmm. And then once it was over, we were in Auburn full-time, and we've never left. Mm -hmm. We are... Auburn, Alabama residents for life. So I wore special. my tiger shirt for you. I know. Today. I love it. <laughs> she I did. love it. She called me on the way and she was like, I'm going to wear my tiger shirt for, for Beth. <laughs> I, I love like, it. Auburn girl. <laughs> I love yes. it. Awesome. Okay. So I guess we'll get into our highlights and lowlights for the week. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Sure. So my highlight is that I've been waking up at like three o'clock in the morning this week, guys. I've been going to the gym with my brother and my dad and... It's been fun. Mm-hmm. So I felt super productive every single day that I've went. It's only been like three days so far, but That's good. it's um, kind of kicked my days off on a on a good start, and it's been fun. I love that. Uh, my highlights for the week: I'm getting a new car. Yay! Tomorrow, so we're filming this on Friday, but tomorrow morning I will be a new car owner. So excited! Yes, and then exciting. I'm also going to a race game tomorrow. So that's fun too. Mm-hmm. Beth, did you have um, anything? Yes, I actually did. We snuck away last night and had a little date night with some of our friends in Auburn mm-hmm. and we went to play top golf in Jordan Hare Stadium. So oh, it was super so fun. fun. It was so fun. Your pictures so were awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it. your pictures and I was so jealous. I was like, that is the coolest thing. I've never heard of something like that. Yeah. Me either. I mean, I just swung like 47,000 times and hit the ball about 20. Oh, that's me when I play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's I really nothing. thought I was going to wake up sore this morning. But you aren't? I wasn't. No. That's good. That's good. No. I, it's always hit or miss for me. Like I either do really, really good or I suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, low lights. Do you have any? Uh, my low light is that I am sore. So that kind of goes oh, along with the, the, the workouts and everything. I did not know that I could be so sore. I felt like I'm just like so stiff. My shoulders, my legs, everything. So that's that's my low light for the week. I have no low lights for this week. Oh, good for you. No. Good. I'm just going to choose not to. 
emphasize the negative every single week. So the low lights are there. We're just not going to acknowledge them. Not all of them. We'll, we're we'll going like, to push them into a corner yes, yes. and pretend like they don't exist. If yes. there's something funny or lighthearted, maybe I'll mention it. But like being bit by a dog. That or maybe not. Um, but I didn't get by the dog today. No. <laughs> I, didn't. I got scared. out of the car and I was like looking around and I was like, I remember Courtney got attacked by the, door, the dog next door. So traumatizing. Thank goodness I have not seen that dog since. But. I know, I know. It's awful. Do you have anything, Beth? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was a part of my Instagram story this week. Y'all may or may not have seen it. Oh, God, I did. Um, did you see it? Luckily, so. luckily, it's okay. Um, but my credit card was hacked um, this week. I think it got skimmed while we were at market. And y'all, Amex just let the transactions <laughs> go through. Like, they weren't even pending, y'all, $178,000 in charges. Oh, that, like, they just let process, like, hey, yeah, I, sure. I don't understand um, that So, when I logged in, I almost had a mini stroke because I was like, oh, I bet. was I, like, drunk at market and, like, mm-hmm. bought all mm-hmm. these things exactly, that I didn't know yeah. about? And I, like, I really, like, I panicked for a minute. I bet. And then I saw, like, 40 transactions through this one company. And, you knew. of course, I called and, you know. He took care of it for me, so. Wow. But it was a slight panic, and it was definitely a low, because I thought I was, like, spiraling out of control at that point. <laughs> yeah, at that yeah. point, you can't remember, and you're like, oh, gosh. Yes. That's awful. That yeah. is so, yeah. that gave me so much anxiety. Me too. That. I was <laughs> like, dear Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I was so like, awful. oh, not just, like, 10000 I mean, uh, it was, like, thousand. a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A house. A little Legitimate Legit house. house. They took that from you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I feel sorry for the fraud department at Amex because they actually let it go through. So they are going to have to like oh, yeah. majorly be fighting that to get it back. It wasn't oh, like yeah. pending. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was gone. Money That's was gone. So, awful. so yeah, they'll be, whoever is employed by the fraud department at Amex <laughs> is going to be working some overtime on that case. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The, all of that low light definitely trumps every single low light that I could have had this week. For oh, sure. yeah. But now it's kind of funny. You know, I was laughing. I laughed about it later I was like oh my gosh I was like what like <laughs> why what? why well it's almost laughable because it's like what in the world like how does that even happen I mean how it's like they... I go get a coffee at Starbucks in Dallas and it's like they decline it mm-hmm. you know Amex is like oh sorry nope this is a fraudulent charge I'm like what but you're but you let $178,000 crazy yeah. no okay insane that's yeah. awful um <laughs> Courtney have you been watching anything this week I have not been watching anything this week. Um, I haven't been reading anything either, which is not a surprise. Um, but <laughs> maybe next week. Me either. I haven't been watching or reading anything. I'm not even going to talk about the books that I've started because they're not even worth talking about. So let's not even go there. Um, Beth, I think you maybe have watched something. Uh- <laughs> So, fun fact about the Register um, adults in the house, we are obsessed with reality TV. If there is a Bachelor or a Bachelorette oh, on yes. or Big Brother, any of that, mm-hmm. we are reality junkies. Me too. Um, we are watching the trashy but amazing <laughs> uh, Temptation Island right now. I love Temptation Island, honestly. <laughs> I've only watched a few episodes this season, but I'm all about it. I'll just never I understand it. it. Like, oh, yeah. I just am like... You were literally going on a show and being like... With your significant other. That you, like, want to marry. Yeah. But you're kissing you people. I, I literally have yeah. no idea Okay, what so they about. literally go with their significant other 
in order to be like tempted. Like they each spend time to make on separate... their relationships stronger. Yes. So they go oh, to separate yeah. villas. Like there's a girls' <laughs> villa and a guys' villa, and mm-hmm. then a bunch of single guys go to the girls, and a bunch of single girls go to the guys, and they're just Outside, tempted. Not yes. Mm-hmm. And they okay. they have to go on dates with these people. Like you don't have to be like intimate with the people, but you do have to go on a date with like single people. Oh and so you are gosh. literally like you you're have being to be, tempted yeah, by single people. Every single day. And they wow. they throw them all these parties with all this alcohol and stuff. So like it's crazy. And it's like you and, signed up for this. And they like fall for it. They do oh, yeah. oh yes. Okay. I think I watch reality TV because it just makes me feel so <laughs> much better about my life. And honestly more people like fall to the temptation and end up mm-hmm. cheating oh, than sure. come out faithful. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. What is yeah. it on? It's, I'm not sure. Um, on, uh, I think like recording? TBS or something. <laughs> <laughs> TBS? It's on DVR? I think it's like TBS, right? I don't know. Um, maybe I'll look it up. I don't think. Um, I DVR it. everything. I think, I think I might watch maybe like one episode. I use YouTube what, TV, so I just record yeah. it and it's there. Well, that's interesting. I <laughs> yes, love that. It, it's definitely worth a watch. It's very entertaining. Okay. It's cool. crazy. It's something. Um, Carrie, what about Yes. That's what I was about to I ask. I totally forgot about that. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Um, I got a new phone. Yes. I don't have it. <laughs> I mean, it's downstairs, but I haven't transitioned over, but we're just going to go ahead and say that this is going to be my new favorite product. Oh, yeah. Because I've already with Tyler's. I've played with Tyler's and yours, so I know that it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my favorite product for this week. I've got a good one this week, or at least I think so. So... I've really been loving, for the past, like, month, I didn't want to talk about this when I first got it because I wanted to give it some time, test it out, but the First Aid Beauty Ingrown Hair Pads. So, I know we're coming... Okay. I know we're coming up on swimsuit season and Mm -hmm. everything, and we're going to be shaving more. I've been loving these. I feel like they, they're just, like, a holy grail for me Mm -hmm. in my beauty routine, um, you can use them anywhere that you shave. So even Logan has used them like on his face before, oh, like wow. to prevent ingrown hairs and razor burn. But again, you can use them anywhere you shave. And so is it a patch? Like you just, or well, is it like a, a, just like a, a pad? So kind of oh, like okay. toner pads. Okay. Yeah. But oh, they, so it's just like a, something that you rub, like yeah. a toner type of mm-hmm. yeah. solution yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So they're already in like the thing and you just grab a pad and you just swipe it wherever you need it. And then you're good to go. I need this. I am definitely going to level up with my Ulta. Are they at Ulta? They are at Ulta. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. At dinner, we were uh, comparing (laughs) stats on Ulta. Yes, we were. (laughs) And we we are all well on our way to Diamond for this year. Well on our way. Yeah. We're there. We're close. We're so close. We're bragging If I'm not mistaken... FabFitFun is going to have that product. Yes, FabFitFun is going to have which this product talked about. along with their um, KP scrub. Mm-hmm, which I we've also talked about yes. in the past. Um, but I really love the ingrown hair pads. My armpits, I know this is so weird, but they have not ever been this smooth in my life. I think and it it's crazy. I need to So them. my armpits, they look so much better. That was always the part of my body that I was just like, eh, I wish it, you know. Mm-hmm. And prone to ingrowns and razor burn. They look phenomenal. These, these things so are the best. Literally, yeah. I'm going to add them to cart. Yes, you this. should, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or right now. They're a good oh, one. <laughs> Hold <Yes>. on. <laughs> Beth, yeah. do you have anything? Yes. I've actually been using a hair product consistently for like four months now. Um, I usually am like, I wash my hair, dry my hair, don't put any type of product in it, go. Like, even if I curl it, I don't put hairspray or anything. 
But, you know, those dang influencers, they get you. They start <laughs> pushing time. these products. And um, I started using Navy hair products. I've heard of Navy. Um, I've never heard and of First off, it smells divine. I have Ooh. it here if you want to try I it. I need to try so, it. So, it first has a dry shampoo, but it's like a, like a, I know it sounds weird. It kind of like stresses me out because it has the word oil on in it. In the dry shampoo. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Um, But it works really great. I've been putting it on my hair at night when mm-hmm. I, before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's where and I then, learned that from. Yes. I mentioned that on the podcast before, and Beth actually taught me to put my yeah. dry shampoo in my hair when at I go night. To bed at night. Yep. Yep. At night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the this. next morning, I just get up and spray the texturizing um, spray in it, and it just gives it, like, volume and, like, texture, because my hair is pretty, like, just womp womp. So, it's got to have a little <laughs> bit of... Not. It's got to have a little <laughs> bit of oomph to it, and especially, like, when I curl it, I just feel like the oh, texturizing, yeah. um, it just, like, pulls my... Like, when I, like, separate it, it's mm-hmm. just, like, whoof body yeah you know? so it's good where do you buy it um on navy.com i okay. had a like i had a code one of the influencers i follow she had a code i mean mm-hmm. i don't have a code personally but but you knew someone yes i knew so someone had a code easily yes yeah, they are yep Perfect. like to know it you can probably just search navy and love that yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely link it in yep. the bio of the de- or of the description of the episode today mm-hmm. Um, I think next we want to get into the questions that we ask every one of our guests. Yes. Oh, I forgot about this. Uh oh. Uh, you want to start? Oh my gosh, For I sure. totally forgot about this. Y'all might, y'all might see me no, struggle. You're gonna be okay. good. Okay. You're gonna be good. Okay. So the first question that we like to ask is, Beth, what is your favorite color and why? Oh, that's easy. Pink. <laughs> pink. Just, just like Courtney. Pink and pink. It mm-hmm. just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I see pink and I see bright and fun and vibrant mm-hmm. and I just, I'm drawn to pink. Anything mm-hmm. I can buy in pink, love I'm going to do it. I love mm-hmm. it. Okay. And your favorite animal and why? Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't she know. She pointed that, at Courtney's shirt. Know, I, I did. I pointed at Courtney's shirt. I, I don't, I mean, I think that's. I think a tiger just because, like, we've been Auburn fans our whole life. Like, mm-hmm. my, whole, my my other whole crew, they're, like, sloths. And I'm, like, sloths? What? Like, they love sloths. They love the way they look. And I'm, like, oh, oh. give me some rawr. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me something fierce. Exactly. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Courtney. And then what is your favorite part of nature and why? So this can be anything from trees to hurricanes, anything in nature. Um... I would probably say the sun. Um, it's just like warm. Like, oh, I, I don't deal well with like dark, dreary. Like, it makes me like me. Like, Sad. I just I just don't <laughs> like it. Um, so I think the sun probably is probably my favorite just because it brings like, again, like joy and mm-hmm. warmth. And I don't know. I just feel good when it's sunny outside. Mm-hmm. I don't think me I've too. ever woke up and been like, oh, it's sunny outside today. <laughs> you exactly, know? Exactly. Like, it's just good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the first question, your favorite color and why, that's kind of how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or want others to see you and... Very fitting. Yes, for sure. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Very bright, colorful, Mm -hmm. out there. Yes. That's just who you are. I mean, you're a cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. And you own a business and you're on lives every day. Like, Mm -hmm. why would you not... That's that's what you want to be. Right. You're doing that kind of job every single day. And I definitely feel that way when I'm around you. Like, I feel like you're so bright and bubbly and Mm -hmm. I always feel happier (laughs) when I'm, like, in your presence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then favorite animal and why is what you want in a spouse. Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. Steven. Exactly. But he is. He's 
he's like yeah. he like gives it like you dish it out but he gives it back. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? like he's very for sure. He's very opinionated yeah. and he's strong-willed. I mean, yeah. that's just who he is. You got like you just have to know. Him. Man, we are just like you and Logan though. Like you the other day you were talking about being like um what were, what was your word you used? You stubborn. 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 Oh, we are yeah. so, like, mm-hmm. oof, neither one of us are ever apologizing about <laughs> oh, anything. No. Oh, me and Logan either. Yeah. That's a common trend. Yeah. I think that might we be. We just, like, go at it, and then we just stop, and we just can't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Nobody won. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe sometimes we'll apologize if we, like, really, but most of the time if we really realize that we're wrong, we don't want to apologize because we don't want to admit that we were wrong. So exactly. So we're just, like, it's just over. Okay, it's like and how thing. are you feeling? <laughs> Do you want me to scratch your back? <laughs> Do you want me to bring you a beer? Do you? Would you like to watch some reality TV? Let's watch. You can pick what to watch today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So great. Your favorite part of nature and why is how you see God. Oh, so perfect. So true. Mm-hmm. Have you yes. ever woke up and been like, oh, God. I know, right? <laughs> no, no, never. No. Never. Gosh, that's so good. I, I forgot they all did this. Yes. This yes. We... We were kind of nervous about doing it at first because we were like, well, it's going to be on every episode. So people who listen will know that it's there. But, but you've only done it have, twice. Exactly. So, so mm-hmm. if it's spaced out, maybe yeah. it would be a good yeah. thing. But yeah, those are good answers. I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Good. I love it. Yes, okay. for sure. So now, Courtney, <clears throat> do you want to intro what we're going to be talking about? Ma- mainly what we're going to be talking about today. So... Beth was one of the first guests that we decided we wanted to have on our podcast. I know we couldn't <laughs> mention this to you for a while, um, but we knew we ha- wanted to have her on because if you don't know Beth, she is a very successful businesswoman. She owns three businesses. <laughs> you are. Yes. <laughs> I get real embarrassed real easy. No. I know it's kind of shocking, but I do. I just kind of clam up a little bit sometimes. Y'all are sweet. Oh. <laughs> but we thought that it would be great to have Beth on and let her you know, bring some of her wisdom to all of you guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether you're looking to start your own business Mm -hmm. or just interested in what Beth does, we thought that, you know, she could provide a lot of insight into being a business owner and Mm -hmm. kind of what her life looks like. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of goes into that episode that we had that we were talking about just going for it and just doing what you've always wanted to do. I know that Beth always wanted to have a boutique. I know you've talked about that before. Um, but that's not all that she does and that's not all that she has <laughs> no. or has ever done. So we're going to kind of unpack all of the things that have been going on in Beth's life for the last 15 Man. years yeah, or so. Mm-hmm. And so I guess we'll just talk about, uh, I think we've already talked about where you're from. You're, right. You live in Auburn. Um, let's talk about college. Yeah. Let's go back to that. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. It was an experience that like, I just hold so close to my heart. Like mm-hmm. cheerleading was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it was so fun. Um, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do with my life. Looking back, right. like I feel really, really sad for my parents that they paid for me to go to Auburn to literally they paid for my husband. I mean, <laughs> Hey, but he was a good one. I mean, so great. (laughs) So worth it. Um, But yeah, I went and majored in all the things. I started as um, a microbiology major. and I didn't know that. Yeah, because I wanted to be in the medical field. I wanted to be a doctor or whatever. Wow. Well, you know, first semester in, I was like, well. Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) So I changed to nursing. And um, I really wanted to do nursing, but I couldn't quite get through microbiology, which I originally majored in. (laughs) 
you know, real yeah, smart. That's fun. Um, and so then I met Stephen while I was trying to get into nursing school. And I honestly I had good grades other than microbiology. I had to make a B right to be able to get in. Mm-hmm. And I made a C twice. So then I met Stephen and I was very smitten kitten and I was like, oh, he's going to play baseball. That means he'll play baseball in the summer. I'll just go be a teacher. So I changed my major to Mm, education Mm -hmm. and I finished and I graduated with early childhood degree and we got engaged and I moved to Hoover and taught first grade for a year. So I started in August. Stephen and I got married in December. I got pregnant in March and I quit my job in May and I never went back to teaching. (laughs) And now you have a 13 year old. Yes. And now I have a 13 year old. Yes. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So talk about what you like to do for fun. Um, We just kind of want to get to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I have kids, so my life right now looks a lot different than what it did when they were, like, younger and they weren't right, involved yeah. in stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, for fun, like, seriously, like, people always are like, oh, you tra- y'all travel so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, we do, but if we can squeeze out a little bit of time, like, it, we're going to spend our money on, like, experiences and yes. not... Like things. I mean, yes. granted, I like things too, but right. Right. um, I would prefer to travel and like mm-hmm. go on trips. So like for fun, like we'll just like on a whim. Like I mean, I remember last July Fourth, we didn't have any plans, and right. we planned a trip to the Bahamas mm-hmm. on Wednesday to leave on Saturday, That's and it was fun. just like a mm-hmm. spur of the moment. Like we're bored, let's go do something. You know, we took I love the kids. That. So like we really love traveling, and we're so like we feel so blessed. Like that we're be, we're able to give our kids like things that like yeah. our yeah. parents weren't necessarily able to do for right. us, mm-hmm. and it's better than just being like here's this, here's that. You know, so yeah. mm-hmm. for fun, I like to travel, mm-hmm. and I also like to shop. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I'm not a big hobby. like I don't I'm not a tennis player or like to run. No. <laughs> not here no. either. Not me either. No, I don't read. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. I just that's like good, to though. be with my people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I think we have several questions that we're gonna kinda mm-hmm. cater this episode okay. around. Um mainly we want to talk about you being a business owner, obviously, okay. but we also want to know what it looks like from like a personal standpoint. So yes. Right. As a mom, as, yes. mm-hmm. you know, someone that's married. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Walk us through a day in the life of Beth Register. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just any random so, Tuesday. <laughs> I think. Well, Tuesdays are my off day. So that's okay, the best not day. Okay, maybe um, I Wednesday. say they're my off day. I never have an off day. Like if mm-hmm. I it's my off day, it just means I'm not in the office. Mm-hmm. I'm working. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my biggest downfall in life and the thing that I should work on the most is my scheduling of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle with it a lot. None of my days ever look the same, like mm-hmm. ever. Like right. there's not one day that looks the same. Right. Um, most of the time I wake up at 6 a.m. I don't wake up any earlier than what I have to. My kids wake up at six as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls are getting ready. I'm getting ready. Everybody is out of the door by 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So we have an hour and we're out. And then it can just range from anything. Like I get to the office, I answer emails or I start taking photos mm-hmm. um, for like new arrivals or we sit in the floor for 45 minutes and chit chat about X, Y, and Z, and mm-hmm. we look up and we're like, oh, we've been sitting here for an hour not doing any work. Let's get to it. <laughs> um, 
But we have at the warehouse, I have um, two um, girls on like what I would call my side, which are going to be more of like the manager aspects. Um, we have our warehouse manager who basically mm-hmm. runs the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I laugh and tell Stephen all the time. I'm like, oh, it's not funny. But I was like, if something happened to me, there's no doubt in my mind that we have like created processes to where as long as somebody could like do lives and mm-hmm. right. do photos, like it would run. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it just, it would, right. it would, it would still run. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have four shippers. So they're shipping and I'm just like kind of bouncing around and doing mm-hmm. so much behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. just ordering alone for the numbers that like we produce is like so time consuming, just yeah. sourcing out products. Mm-hmm. Like, because you know, when you have set your sales goals, you mm-hmm. know how much product you have to buy right. to hit those sales goals. And mm-hmm. so you're looking and you're like, gosh, I've only bought X amount of inventory, which is why markets are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the day at the office usually ends around 2. Mm-hmm. We are a 8 to 2 operation. Um, I've always wanted to keep it that way because mm-hmm. I am a mom. Mm-hmm. All right. of the women I basically employ are moms. Right. And this has been a phenomenal way to get some of these moms out of the house that are bored. They want something to do, but they don't like want anything serious. Now my manager side, they're full, like they're full time eight to two every day, Mm -hmm. but my shippers rotate. There's like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday crew, and then a Tuesday, Thursday crew. So some of these moms are like, I just want something. You yeah, know? Like exactly. So get they just the come in and work two days mm-hmm. a week. And it's great because they get their discount. Mm-hmm. They get to socialize. I love that. You know, it's like a good group of friends. Like yeah, it really, truly is. Um, so after 2 o'clock, it's mom mode. Exactly. Mom mode for this amount of time. Some days my days are very backwards. Like yeah. I'll get up and not shower won't put makeup on. I look like a ragamuffin. Like if you saw me somewhere, people would be like, I don't, I, is that Beth? Like, I mean, most days I look busted as all get out until I go home at two o'clock. I get kids, you know, off the bus and Steven's there with me. Um, and we do parent life for a little bit and shuffle kids mm-hmm. hither and thither and mm-hmm. to all their sporting things. And some nights I'm taking a shower at 645 and putting makeup on for a live at 8 o'clock at night. Yep. My live schedule changes every day. Um, we typically have a live Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. on Saturday. Some nights I skip because I'm just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just like those up and downs. But some days I have a live at 11. Some days I have a live at 2. Some nights I have a live at 8. So that's kind of just all over the board. That's the only thing in my life that is scheduled besides my kids' sporting events right. and my lives. Mm-hmm. The days mm-hmm. other than that are really kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. It is <laughs> yeah. a lot. a lot that goes into a 24-hour day. Yeah, sure. Oh, so much. I don't think we talked about your kids. So, you have three kids. Yes, three kids. Talk us through their ages and then what they like to do for extracurricular. Okay, so Mackenzie is our oldest. Mm-hmm. She is 13. Um, she has always played soccer her entire life. Um, she ran cross-country this fall mm-hmm. and hated it until, like, the last couple of meets mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, I actually have been improving. Well, then she decided she wanted Aww. to run track in the spring. And we think that she has, like, found her thing, y'all. That's she's so, awesome. so uh-huh. amazing. Like, she's her so times good. are so good. We're just so yes. excited to, like, watch her, yeah. like, flourish mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Blakely, our middle, she is just the just 
the different child, and I love her. Like, yeah, I, yes. she is the most awesome child. I mean, mm-hmm. Ken, obviously, Kenzie's awesome, too. All of my kids are yes. awesome. But Blakely just has such a little different personality. She's she quirky. has different interests. She definitely has way different interests for me and Steven. Mm-hmm. She loves, she's like a bookworm like Carrie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she just absolutely loves to read. But she's also turned into an amazing athlete as well. She mm-hmm. plays soccer. Um, she recently made a, um, which these are just like letters all strung together to people who don't know soccer, but she recently made a pre-ECNL team, which basically means it's like a national level team. So oh, wow. starting in the wow. fall, she's playing on a national level team out of Columbus, Georgia. That's okay. so, so cool. she is traveling to play soccer and practice in Columbus, Georgia, oh. twice a week as well. Wow. So add that into our schedule. Very busy. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So And it's a time time zone change yes. and all the things. So mm-hmm. it's just really fantastic. Yep. <laughs> um, and then sweet little Brooksy came along <laughs> six years later. My, I always wanted three kids, um, and I wanted them back to back to back. And Kenzie and Blakely mm-hmm. are, they're pretty They're close. 21 months apart. Mm-hmm. As soon as Blakely turned one, I was like, let's have another one. And Stephen was like, you have lost your mind. Never <laughs> happening. Not doing it. He was like, no, ma'am. And I was like, what? I was like, no. And like by year two after Blakely was born and he was like not budging. And I was like, all right, I guess we're not having any more kids. Mm-hmm. And then three and four. And I was like, oh, we're really Legit. done now. Like yeah. we're done. Yep. And he just randomly came home one day. Blakely was five. And he was like, I think I want one more. And I was like, Aww. what? And so then he came along (laughs) and I wanted a little boy so bad. Blakely always loves telling people she loves to embarrass me and say, mom, you remember that time that you cried for an hour after you found out I was a girl? Um, Steven told her that after we found out she was a girl (laughs) that I cried. And I did. I I wanted a girl and a boy. And I wanted, Mm -hmm. I was like, if I have a girl and a boy, I want to be done. Like Ian Tyler. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was just like, I just want to experience both. Mm -hmm. And so when I found out I was pregnant, y'all, it was really silly. My mom also cried when she found out that I was a girl. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I mean, a boy. A a boy. Because they thought that I was a boy. Oh, gosh. That's right. I remember and, you and telling my me older that. And I had my older brother, and they thought I was a boy. And they told her, and she was like, no. Like, <laughs> I thought this was going to be Please a girl. No. And our grandmother actually told her. She said, whatever. What do you think it's going to be? And mom was like, I think it's a girl. And, and she so was like, she willed it's you gonna into be a girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was. Oh, I was, I was just <laughs> definitely <laughs> making sure that he was a boy. I was like. What kind of things can I eat? What do I need to do? Are there any tricks? Are there any tips? Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all the things. And don't think I didn't do them. That's hilarious. I love that. Um, it's so funny. And so I think that video that I posted on Facebook when we found oh, out that so Brooks great. was a little boy, it was like the sweetest. Y'all, I cry every year when I watch it. I love it so I was much. just literally thrilled mm-hmm. that it was a boy. And so, of course, he's just been mm-hmm. spoiled to death mm-hmm. and he's. So, Stephen legitimately knew that he was a boy before you did. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we had the ultrasound, and she gave it to Stephen. Oh. And Stephen wasn't... So, we left there. We went to lunch, and then Stephen was like, after lunch, he was going to open it and go and buy, like, something to wrap up. Right. And looking back, I so wish we would have done it differently because 
I hate that I missed his reaction when he found out he was having a boy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. which he would have been fine with another girl. He was like... He's such a good girl dad. He is mm-hmm. such a good girl dad. Um, you can ask Kenzie. She always like, he's my best friend. Best friend. We heard about that all friend. dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's my best friend. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but I think for Steven, he was fine with girls because, you know, with him being an athlete and mm-hmm. him playing professional baseball, I feel like... I mean, and this is just me. I, I mean, this is not him saying this to me, but yeah. I think... I personally think it's like that pressure of yes. having mm-hmm. a son that is athletic and, right. you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, but Brooks is play, currently playing soccer because that's all he's old enough for. Mm-hmm. But he is really in love with basketball. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I don't know about <laughs> that one, but he has a basketball hoop and he shoots hoops every day. But he has told everybody he is going to be a football player when he gets older. So okay. we'll see, guys. We'll we see. will see. Yep. A little flag football maybe, maybe coming up. So. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. Uh, do you want to go into our next question? Sure. So... Um, first, I wanted to mention, I love your live schedule because I get notifications like all day, just randomly throughout oh, yeah. the day. And it's like, mm-hmm. Beth Gamble Register is live <laughs> <laughs> all day. And I'm like, really? At this time? Yeah. <laughs> like some days it's like on a different time. And I'm like, oh, well, already? it's our goal to like reach everybody. Yeah. Like, because we've noticed like the same people that watch like seven o'clock lives, they mm-hmm. can't always watch yeah. 11 o'clock lives. Right. And we're yeah. picking up people who can't watch seven o'clock lives at 11 o'clock lives. Yeah. So we really try to bounce our schedule around. We can That's see all the smart. stats. Yeah, like your and we can kind of <laughs> yes. see, you know, so We it's know really about good. the struggle of oh. an algorithm. And oh. No, I love that, though. It's like a cuss word. It's awful. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, I love that, though, because there are other businesses that I've followed, and their live schedule never lined up with my work schedule. Right. And so I love that you kind of change it because mm-hmm. I'm able to kind of make some of those lives. And right. With other businesses, I haven't been able to. So Exactly. Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. So the next question that we had was just kind of tell us about how you got started with your first business, Kona. Yeah. So we we have three businesses yes, and we'll start with Kona. So mm-hmm. um, Blakely was born in August and um, of like 2010 and Stephen was just finishing his baseball season and he mm-hmm. had a great season and everything was great. We had no reason to like think that you know, it was going to be be over. over. Um, And so usually he was a free agent that year, which means like all, all off season, he should be having teams like reach out to him. Well, it was just a year that was like off. Like there were Mm -hmm. a ton of free agents, like a ton, like massive amounts more than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't honestly really know what happened and he it was just like and it was it was honestly devastating because it was like his career just ended for like no reason yeah you know like it was just over yeah there was no injury there was no bad season like it was just and I think that was what was so hard in all of it was that there was was zero closure like you know he pitched in his last game and he was like see you next season right you know and it was just never knew that that was yeah and so um once we finally were like, oh, gosh, like, this is, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we kind of started thinking, we were like, okay, well, what do we, like, what do we want to do? Like, what are yeah. what are we doing? What do we want to do? Um, and he was drafted in the second round. So, he got a great signing bonus, mm-hmm. and he made great money while he played. Yes. So, I always, like, say, like, our life started out so much differently than most mm-hmm. 24, 25, 26-year-olds. Right. Like, 
which we are so blessed. And like, I always try to remind him, I'm like, you are how we started our life. Like yeah. because of, you know, your work yeah. and your work ethic and what all you did, like right. we are living the life we're living today because of, of where you. you are. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And so, um, you know, he he got drafted as a junior, so he did not have a college degree. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not going to make the teaching. <laughs> I was not like, uh, no way. <laughs> um, so we just kind of started thinking. We were like, we knew. We were like, let's think of something. Like, we were like, we're going to open our own business. We, didn't know. we had no clue what it was. And it's so crazy because Tyler was still playing high school football. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that time, like, he mm-hmm. was playing high school football. And my mom just, like, randomly was like, I know this sounds silly, but there's a Kona ice truck that sets up at at Tyler's football games, and that they kill it. Like they do so good. Um, they were on the boosters, so they were like knowing how much Kona ice was donating. She was like, "It's like a fundraising gig and all this stuff." And I was kind of mm-hmm. like, "Okay, you know." So we started looking, and I was like, "Stephen." With us living in Auburn mm-hmm. and us having the connections yeah. that we yes. have, there is no way we cannot make something yeah. like this yes, work. absolutely. And so we we started thinking about it, and we were telling his parents, and his parents thought we were legit whack-a-doodles. <laughs> his dad telling the story, he was like, we thought that they had lost their rocker, that they oh. were writing this, like, big, fat check. Because these trucks are not cheap. No, right. No, um, no. And then you're paying a franchise fee and oh, all yeah. the things. So, it was, like, one of those things, like, we committed to it. And it was, like, we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. I've always had that attitude. I'm, like, whatever start we start, you, finish you, it. you just got to figure it out. Exactly. Like, it, you got to figure it out and you've got to work through it. Mm-hmm. So, we said, let's do it. <laughs> And so we bought a Kona truck. That's so awesome. And I think for us, like, the reason it was, like, so successful is, like, we paid our stuff. And we had, like, two months before we were Mm -hmm. able to get our truck. Well, in that two months, instead of just sitting there and waiting, I was literally emailing every single person I knew and saying, we're the owners of Kona Ice. This is what our truck looks like. It's going to be here May 1st Mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever date we got. I don't remember. Um, Let us book your field days, all, like, everything. And Mm -hmm. we, y'all, we had our entire month of, like, April and May booked out, like, completely before we even had our truck. Wow. And so so it just went into it. So... Of course, like, we start rocking and rolling, and we're like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> this is so awesome. Look at all this cash. Yeah. Like, because it's an all-cash business, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And so, it was just growing, and then we were like, oh, my gosh, we can't we can't just have one truck. Mm-hmm. So, we bought another truck, like, that same year. Like, I guess, I guess wow. it was, like, in the fall. So, we, then we yeah. had two trucks. And then we were like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Well, then the fall hit, and or the winter, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's no money coming in. Mm -hmm. So that was a big adjustment because we had all this money and then we were like spending it and buying stuff and Mm -hmm. doing all the things. So that first year was like a big sucker punch Uh because we didn't, you know, you didn't think about it being kind of the bills kept the the bills kept coming. We still had to pay for our trucks. We still had to pay for our franchise fee, but there was nothing coming in. Right. So that first off season Mm -hmm. was like, Oh, oh, we yeah. we have to make sure we hone in next year mm-hmm. on stretching this yeah. out. Here. Yeah, yeah, because it's a seasonal business. Exactly, yeah. and that actually goes directly into our next question: Was Kona can be more of a seasonal business? How did you How did you navigate that once you figured that out after the first year? How did you figure out how you were going to either stretch your money or make money elsewhere? Right for that. Um, you know, we did Kona for a long time before 
EV even came mm-hmm. into the picture. So we just, I mean, we just learned to save a little different. You know, mm-hmm. it was like one of those things we knew like what our payments were every right. month. And it was basically like each month we were putting money aside for those specific yeah. bills. Mm-hmm. And again, y'all, we still had, you know, Steven's, you know, his money that we had from baseball. And so it right. wasn't like a you were dire like, oh, gosh, situation, no <laughs> but yeah, but it yeah. was still like, we're running this business mm-hmm. and we need to be smart. Like yes. we need to be yeah. good stewards of this, this money. Mm-hmm. Like we can't just like blow all this money. Like we didn't want to be stupid. So, um, yeah, we just kind of started saving a little bit different and mm-hmm. kind of just planning a little better. Right. And this whole time, Steven's finishing college too. So. Yes. Yes. And that's, he got a job. Yes. And that's where things kind of shifted. Yes. Yeah. What did, so what did Steven do once he did? Okay. So we had been running Kona together. Um, me mainly, mm-hmm. he was doing school mm-hmm. and he got a job at the city of Auburn right. and he was running all of the little league stuff. So he was like back in his element with like doing baseball, baseball. And he lo- he truly loved it. He mm-hmm. he really loved it. The parents were crazy. If mm-hmm. you're a baseball parent, chill out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> your father, you chill out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he really loved it. But you know, it really his hours were terrible. Mm-hmm. He would go in in the morning, um, around eight thirty, and he would get to come home around one, and right. he would be home until three. Well, he was home for like. Just a little patch of time. The kids weren't even home. Mm-hmm. And then he was leaving when they are basically getting, getting off, home, you know, getting home yeah. or coming home from, you know, child care right. or whatever. And I was keeping the children alive and healthy and running Kona. Mm-hmm. And it just got to be a lot. Then yeah. we had started EB and mm-hmm. I was doing all of it and mm-hmm. he was working. And then he, y'all, he would go back to work at three and work until 10 at night. Right. And so it was just, it got, it finally got to the point where we were just like looking and evaluating. And that was after we had kind of opened EB, mm-hmm. but I was like, what are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. this is so dumb. Like, this is your paycheck right here. This amount. I was like, if you would just step away from that, like we would be in a much better position. Yeah, exactly. You have to start weighing like the pros and cons mm-hmm. and you're like, I yeah, know it's scary think- to walk away from that, like set income. Right. But you're also like. But when you have more of a traditional job, too, you also get benefits. Yes. And that was the main thing. And that was the main thing. I know that, um, I mean, like, obviously with my job, Courtney's job, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. you know, insurance comes Mm -hmm. with that. Right. With owning a business, that's completely different. You don't, you have to go out and find your own insurance. That is the only pitfall. Mm -hmm. We, y'all, our health insurance for our family is Crazy. Oh, mm. I bet. It I is, don't even want to know. It is. It's <laughs> sickening. Don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it is sickening. But you. But you, again, like Tyler has benefits, or you have benefits. I right? do, but it would. It's only covering us too. Okay. <laughs> so if there's a child in the mix, we got to pay for it. <laughs> no, you just go on a family plan then. True. Well. I don't know. No. If, I don't know if my job's gonna pay for it at that point. Oh, you make that a non-negotiable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stay only for this. <laughs> but yeah, so that was. But that was honestly, that was literally the only reason he was staying at his job was for the insurance because right. we were like, your salary is like a drop in the bucket. To what both businesses are making. If you could step away and sink more of your time into that, we could make that in a weekend with Kona. You know, like if you were, you know, really focusing on that. So we finally bit the bullet. And Mm -hmm. it was so funny because I remember the day we made the decision. Mm -hmm. 
I, and it's so funny, like the moments that stick out to you in owning a business, we were on our way to church and that morning I had pair, I had posted a pair of leggings with, mm-hmm. um, EB and y'all, it, they were just like a pair of black leggings and we sold out of like 40 pair. And at that time, like I was like, was this the Mona B leggings? No, they were different leggings. No, they were like these were called Nikki Bicky leggings. I don't even remember. Oh, I, I heard of Nikki yes, Bicky. <laughs> Nikki Bicky leggings, and they were called the Move Over Madison leggings. Like I don't remember any product names, but I remember that, and Aww. I just remember looking at Steven and being like, "Oh my God, we just sold forty pair of these," and we had a wait list of like sixty. I mean, it was like something you know Yay. for me at that moment at that time, yeah. was huge, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like." We're, it's doing so good. And I was like, just, we sat in the parking lot at the church and oh. he was like, I'm going to turn my notice in tomorrow. And I was oh like, gosh. I was like, okay. And it was just like that moment of like, we felt in that moment over a dang pair of leggings yes. that it was like, okay, this is it. You can quit your job. It's so crazy so, how something so small, yeah. something yeah. so small to somebody else, a pair of leggings yeah. would be so monumental. Yeah. yeah. It I was crazy. That. It was so crazy, but it was like the best decision we have ever made in mm-hmm. our lives. Like when that happened, mm-hmm. the course of both businesses just completely changed because he was able to focus on Kona and I was able to like fully both, put your heart fully into put my EB. heart in E B. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. Um, go ahead, Courtney. I know you have some things you want to say. Yeah, I know we mentioned already that you kind of always wanted to own a boutique. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, what were your plans? What did What did you want? There were no plans ever. I mean, it was always like a dream because, you know, like traveling, I mean, we would have so much time in between mm-hmm. like games. So all the girls would just go shopping and we would always go into all these cute boutiques yep. in every town we were in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Gosh, this would be so fun. I mean, it was like a dream. You know, it was kind of like, oh, maybe one day I can own a boutique. That would be so fun. Um, I would never, I mean, I will say this. Like, I would not consider myself, like, uber fashionable. Like, it's not something like, I am not always up on, like, the trends Mm -hmm. of everything. But I feel like I love, like, the selling aspect of it. You know, like, I love the connections I make with people. Right. Um... And so for me, like, even when I work in the store, it's like, if I can just talk to customers, like, I'm Mm -hmm. so happy. Like, I think I would be happy working in a grocery store, you know, like, literally, like, would love it. Yeah. And so for me, it was all about just, like, those connections, you know, with Mm -hmm. people. I still, to this day, like, I don't work in our storefront much, but when I'm there, I am, like, so obsessed. And every time I leave, I'm like, I should do that more often. It makes my heart so happy just to yeah. like connect with people. Yeah. No, that's fun. Cause my dad and I were actually talking about that today. We were talking about what separates like a good business owner from mm-hmm. a great one. Mm-hmm. We were saying that that like passion and care for the people that they're like yeah. serving. Mm-hmm. And I told him that that was something that I loved about working at Lululemon was you know, I loved the product and everything, but more Obviously, than that, yeah. I loved connecting with the people who came in. And I didn't care if they bought a pair of leggings or not. Right. Like, I just enjoyed having a conversation Absolutely. with them and kind of hearing about why they were there. And I genuinely cared for the people that came in. So I think that yeah, that's really And it's so true. Like, I tell my girls that work in the store all the time, like, I'm like, I don't care if we're not, like, the top boutique in Auburn. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if when somebody's like, oh, what boutique is your favorite in Auburn? I was like, I don't care if people don't say Elizabeth Boutique like Mm -hmm. I said but one thing that I do want them to say is Mm -hmm. if somebody says 
oh, who do you think has the best customer service? I said, there should never be a question on who yes. that is. Like, mm-hmm. it's not hard to connect to customers. Yeah. Like, yes. it's really not. I was like, if you will just attempt, you can find something in common or something that comes up yes. that can mm-hmm. spark a conversation with any single person that walks through this door. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm not, I'm not saying this just because I'm biased, but Beth has a VIP group for the boutique and it is like constantly people coming in there posting saying how great the customer service mm-hmm. is when something goes wrong and it's not necessarily your fault but you make it right right that's huge right? yeah it's mm-hmm. oh and it's super important like that mm-hmm. was always one of my things like there are times that I'm like whoo I feel like I'm bleeding money because we're correcting you know yes. things that have happened but like at the end of the day like I know that's what I need to do. You know, yeah. it's the right thing. Um, so it's just always important to me. Like my girls now, like Michelle, who's my warehouse manager, like she doesn't even have to ask me about stuff anymore. She knows what my response is going to be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she just handles stuff on her own. Yeah. And my girls, like mm-hmm. if somebody texts them and is like, hey, I got so they're like, oh, just email customer service. They'll mm-hmm. get you yeah. handled. Yep. It's just important. I mean, yeah, customer, sure. service, customer service truly is Super important. Yeah, and that's how you make lifelong loyal customers. customers absolutely, is mm-hmm. by correcting those wrongs. And you know, it may seem like a lot in the moment, but in the grand scheme of things, oh, like absolutely, fixing a pair of leggings, you know, hand over fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure, exactly. But it means a lot to the customers. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes, because that's huge for them. Yeah, um, I know where Elizabeth came from, but uh-huh. can you explain to our listeners where you found the name? Okay, so I didn't actually find the name. So, we were at Tyler and Carrie's wedding, and we were literally days away from opening the, I mean, not days, maybe weeks, Mm -hmm. away from opening the business. So, we acquired EB. It was formerly named The Pink Room. Yes. But we knew that when we purchased it, we had to change the name. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I am terrible at being creative. (laughs) Like... I mean, not good at all. I see all these boutique names, and it's like, oh, it's my son's middle name with my grandmother's right? nickname, and it's, like, so cute. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Y'all, I racked my brain for a month, and mm-hmm. I was like, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. So we were at the wedding, and my cousin TJ yep. and his wife Jenny were there, and I was just kind of like, you'll help me, like, think of a name. I've got to have a name. Yeah. Like, and we got to do it because I have to have my signs made. I have to have my bags made. Like, we were buying inventory, but, like, it's, like, all the little things, like, hang tags that you mm-hmm. put onto the clothes. Like, yes. you have to have your logo. Y'all, mm-hmm. I mean, there was so, so much, much that needed to be done yeah. based off of this name. And he just randomly texts me, and he's, like, he had given me a couple of lists of things, and then he finally wrote back, and he's, like, oh, my gosh, we found the perfect name. I think you were at your mom's. I think you yes. were all at your mom's yes. at the time. And he texted you, and you were like, this is perfect. Yeah, this it was perfect. perfect. In the moment, it was so perfect. Like, mm-hmm. looking back, like, if I would have known, and I'll tell you why, it was, in the moment, it was so perfect. Because Elizabeth is, like, a French version of Elizabeth. And if you look it up, like, in the Urban Dictionary, it lists, like, all these things. And it mm-hmm. was like, oh, wow. I think they just wrote my name and had my picture in there. I mean, it was yeah. very social, has a lot of friends, you know, X, Y, and Z. It was like all the things. I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. So we went, we ran with it. Looking back, knowing, if I would have known how how big that it would have grown, mm-hmm. um, I probably would have chosen a different name. Um, we shortened it to EB. Yes. 
Let me tell you why. Because no one ever knows how to spell it. And we've learned along the way, like, when people are trying to look you up on Google or Instagram mm-hmm. or anything like that, like, it's hard, yeah. they don't know how to spell it. They don't know how to pronounce it. When mm-hmm. we go to market, it's like E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H. And I'm like, no. E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T. Mm-hmm. And they're like, H? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and so it is like a constant struggle. It becomes a big joke at the warehouse. Yeah. Like, I do, like, I love the name. But, mm-hmm. like, looking back, I would have, you know. Made it short. Made, it probably made it a little bit different. Like, a little right. bit easier Easier spelling, things like that, which is why we've kind of just shortened it to EB. Which still works. Yeah, it still yes. works. Still yeah, works. for sure. I love the name, though. I love how um, your cousin came up with that. And I oh, love it's so sweet. And I love that, that story, too. Yes, you know, yeah, so. perfect. It's on the yeah. website. You yeah, can go absolutely. If you would like to. Uh, Courtney, do you want to go ahead with the next question? Yes. So tell us, how do you manage both comment sold and a storefront? Ooh, well... That's, because it's two separate yes, businesses. It is. Okay, so I'm going to kind of let y'all in on a little little secret tonight. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows about this. Um, but for those of you that are listening and that don't know how our business is ran, so we have a storefront in downtown Auburn. Mm-hmm. And obviously downtown Auburn is, you know, more catered towards our college crowd. Yes. It is a college town. So, you know, those girls like to, to wear a little less clothes than us mamas. <laughs> right. Um, so... The online so, the online side started with Steven saying, why don't we just try to do, like, selling on Facebook? Because mm-hmm. it had just kind of started. Like, it wasn't social selling on Facebook five years ago really wasn't no. that big. No, it wasn't. Um, and so we, we had gone to our first market, and it's so funny. I always love telling this story, too. Like, we go to market, and we're looking for clothes. Steven loves to go to market with me. Mm-hmm. He likes to shop. <laughs> He likes to tell me what looks good and what likes what looks like his grandma would buy it. Yes. So we went to market and I remember leaving there and I wanted to throw up because we had spent seven thousand dollars on clothes, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Like that's a small vendor for me these days. Yes, like I'll go very. in and spend seven thousand dollars in a transaction. Yes. Um. And so it's just it was so crazy. I left there and I was like, oh my gosh, we just spent seven dollars. But what if none of this stuff sells? Yes. Well, while I was there, I met another boutique owner. And she is awesome. She is still a really great friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she owns a boutique in Tuscaloosa. And so she was like, you should try Comment Sold. And so I was like, okay. So, so- Comment Sold is just a social selling platform. Mm-hmm. We have our website through them, our app through them. And we have um, just like we can post to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of how it's separated. Um, we have completely different inventory for in-store mm-hmm. than we do online. Yes. Where my issue has come is that... The online side has grown so much, but we cannot mesh it very well with like in-store stuff because the vibe is so different. It's so uh-huh. it's different. so different, and mm-hmm. so I need my own Instagram account for my online side, but I can't mesh it. You know, like I yeah. it doesn't mesh very well. So we have been, and it's not really that big of a deal, but I think it's going to help us grow our online portion even more. Yes. Is um, I think later this summer we are going to close the storefront um, temporarily, Mm -hmm. and we are going to just completely make it its own separate entity. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to change the name. Um, we're going to do a little bit of remodeling, and it's literally just going to be its own freestanding boutique. Mm-hmm. We're going to completely separate it away from um, EB. EB. 
Um, and it's going to just be its own thing. So I need all your creative minds to help me come up with another, another name. name. <laughs> oh, well, this one will be easier. No, and I was going to ask. I was like, oh, you don't have to spoil anything, but have you come up with a name? No, I, we haven't come up with a name. But it's like, again, like time is ticking because we have to order a new sign. sign. New ba- I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. be going through the same, tr- you know, transition. The style of the clothes won't really change that much. Um mm-hmm. But just to kind of switch it up. Like, we're going to try to probably paint the outside. Like, we're going to make some Mm -hmm. changes to where it's different. But it's not, yeah. But we just have to separate it. So, I can start my own Instagram. I can have my own TikTok. I can have my own Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And they can have their own everything. Mm -hmm. And that way we can truly see, because right now, everything goes on one credit card. Mm -hmm. And so, at the end of the month, like, I can see what the store does. But I'm always like, is the store really, you know, is it really doing right? Well, or is the online side just like, Making here's some money, here's yeah. some money. Right. So, you know, to truly separate it all out and um, kind of move forward that way. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, we'll definitely be brainstorming. And if anybody has any oh, ideas. listen, if somebody can come up with a name that I just cannot live without, I'll give you a $500 gift card. Ooh, <laughs> oh. That's huge, guys. Come up with a name and send them to Here you go. Right? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned market. Yes. Let's talk about market. Oh, markets are so fun talk and exhausting. About talk about, I guess, how often you go a year, um, how often Stephen goes with you versus okay. girls from the store, all that um, stuff. So market trips um, have grown every year. Um, when I first started, I probably went four times a year to market. I would go mm-hmm. in the summer, in the fall, and then in the spring, and then like early summer. Um, now I pretty much go to... Every single market in Atlanta mm-hmm. and in Dallas. Um, I actually prefer Dallas over Atlanta. Um, I just like it more and I can navigate it better. It's uh-huh. so weird because I've been going to Atlanta longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like Dallas a lot better. Um, but I am going to market at least eight times a year now. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be mixing in a trip to Vegas this year, which we've I gone to Vegas it. before. Um, but we're going to go to Vegas again. And then we also have a L.A. trip planned Ooh, in fun. October, I think. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going a lot. I mean, I'm traveling pretty much once a month at least for at least three mm-hmm. to four days. Mm-hmm. Steven tends to go to market with me like two to three times a year. So just an extra little getaway for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's from sunup to sundown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have like a list of vendors that you are, those are your go-to people? Um, and are they at both places? Like when you go to Dallas and Atlanta versus LA and you know, yes. Las Vegas? Yes. And so a lot of times Atlanta will back up to or vice versa um, Dallas. Like there'll be like a week that separates them. And a lot of people were like, well, why would you go to both? Well, in between that week, some of these vendors have gotten even more, more samples, stu- yeah. more stuff in. Um, so for us to be on the forefront, we, you know, we kind of went through that phase where like shipments were being delayed in port and we started yes. like not getting clothes in. Mm-hmm. So we've had to be really diligent about staying on top of our orders. So like when right. I go to market, like we just went to market last week mm-hmm. and we were buying for what month are we in right now? April. April. Mm-hmm. We were buying for like June and July and some August. So when mm-hmm. I'm going to market, I'm buying a little bit further out. Now there are some like immediates, what they call yeah. immediates and they pretty much ship that day. Like they yeah. just place the order and it ships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Like if we're running low on inventory, or stuff like that, but um, 
we're buying kind of far out. Um, mm-hmm. But what was your question? I already forgot. When you oh, go to the different yes. locations, are the yes. same Yes, so vendors? we basically, all the vendors go to every market. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, I do have, like, my, like, top ten that I'm like, this is a must-have. And mm-hmm. it's luckily for us, um, I mean, really everybody in the industry, like, if I go to, say, like, Intro is a very great mm-hmm. yes. selling brand yeah. for us. Um, if I go to Intro and I'm like, oh, because I also will shop, like, their website. And right. if they have live sales, because they'll do live sales as well with okay. their newest arrivals. So, if I get to market, I'm like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this. When they scan it in... When I'm placing my order, they'll say, oh, you already have four packs of this on order. And I'm like, oh, well, don't order it again. I don't need 700 of these, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's good. Um, so it's good. So they kind of help you keep. I wish I was way more organized um, with that. You're very busy. You have a I lot just, going on. <laughs> I mean, it's something. Um, but, yeah, so I do hit the same vendors. I love to look for new vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always trying to, like, source out like different products you know like when you've been in it for so long like there are some markets that I leave and I'm like I need some people to invent some new stuff yeah mm-hmm. you know come up with some new ideas because it's like I'm like how many times can you sell a shampoo brush or face wipe cloths or right. you know because we sell all we sell all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. so it's like I just need sometimes like people to like create some more stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the yeah. The fun thing is like on your uh, Facebook, you'll like get in the comments when you're at market mm-hmm. and yes, you'll like post pictures mm-hmm. of all the stuff that you're seeing and you're like, anybody interested? Right. So the customers really have a say. In oh, absolutely. And that's so great because like when we, when I take the girls at the store mm-hmm. with me or, you know, at the warehouse and we're like in a heated debate and I love that because First, it makes shopping way faster. We'll right. go in, when it's just me and Steven, like it could take us upwards of an hour to shop a, a bigger vendor. Right. When I have five girls there, we're in and out in 25 minutes. That's wow. And so we're able to cover way more ground mm-hmm. having that many people. But with that, you bring in lots of different opinions uh-huh. and lots of different styles yes, and lots of different, to. everybody has mm-hmm. different opinions. So a lot of times we'll post stuff and I'm like, we will, like, I remember my best friend, Holland, she went with me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I promise you, I still to this day, I'm like, that is the ugliest shirt I have ever seen in my <laughs> life. She was like, Beth, I promise they're going to buy it. And I was like, they are not going to buy it. She was like, we're going to buy three packs. And I was like, okay. And so we did. And we posted a, like, sneak peek of it. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we had, like, 150 people that were like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. And that I was like, so are you kidding me? Crazy. So, we, so we knew that it was going to be a big hit. So we went back to that vendor the next day, and we said, hey, we actually need, like, eight packs of this. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah, that ugly and shirt, we, we're going to yeah, buy. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, y'all, if it didn't come in and it didn't just sell out. And that I was like, insane. it's so crazy. But then there's some things that, like, you think are going to sell. That I think, and that's, that is We'll get to that question in a little bit, mm-hmm. but that is, like, probably one of the most challenging things. Mm-hmm. We can get there in a minute. Go ahead, Court. So, our next question is, what are some of your favorite and least favorite things about being a business owner? Um, my least favorite thing is that it never stops. Yeah. Um, I have struggled a lot in the last, like, year with, like, boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. I know that this is my business, and I can set my own, you know, mm-hmm. schedule, my own boundaries and all of that. And I just stink at it. But I let sometimes it like run my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, And it's hard to shut it off. You know, like right. I feel like sometimes like I give it more attention than in my marriage. I give it more attention than I do my kids. And like it's, it's hard because yeah. there's so many people that are like 
needing and wanting mm-hmm. and question here and this it's and schedule yeah, yeah. And a schedule change from an employee mm-hmm. and it text message from you know a friend who got something that doesn't fit and I'm like hey like I even told my mom my own mom I'm like Customer, customer service <laughs> at elizabethboutique.com. Exactly. Um, and I do. I've, and I've really started doing that. So if any of y'all are listening, like, please don't take offense. It's just because it's not that I don't want to do it. I just know that I will drop the ball. Yeah. Because there's so much on my plate. Yeah. Um, so it's just like we created this position for a reason. And yeah. so it's like, use it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Stephen's mom, I've told her before, I'm like, I, I'm sorry that shirt doesn't fit customer service like let them know (laughs) exactly (laughs) um but yeah I think that's the that's the hardest part for me it's just like shutting it off like even when I go on vacation I can't Mm -hmm. truly put it down um although and and that's like I think that's like the thing that's like so frustrating is that like they're fine without me yeah they really are Mm -hmm. and I trust them oh my gosh I trust all my girls with my business like I mean I truly truly do if I just Mm -hmm. woke up one morning and said Y'all, I can't do this, and I need a break. I need a mental break for two weeks. There's no doubt in my mind. That it would still run. It would be perfect. Mm -hmm. But there's just something about it to where if I feel like if they are working, I have to be be working, working. too. too. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then the best part is that I set my own schedule. Yeah. (laughs) But I can't shut it off. (laughs) Um, You know, it is good that, you know, if I have a friend that texts and says, hey, you want to go grab lunch? I can go and do that. Mm -hmm. Or if my child gets sick. Can I can go get, get them from yeah. school. Uh-huh. Um, it is great. It, it all it all comes with like good and bad, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. The, and another bad is like I I am my own destiny, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it is up to me to yeah, make how sure hard you work. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well and so yeah, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like it, a double edged sword. It is a double edged sword. <laughs> yeah, it is. Truly. It is. So yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so when you before you started a business, mm-hmm. tell us. A few things, one thing, what you wish you would have known prior to starting your first business. I wish I wouldn't have majored in education. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I would have majored in business. Um, I mean, there are so many things that I've just had to teach myself Mm -hmm. um, because it was truly like, I had no clue. Like, I mean, I truly had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, So that, that made it really difficult because I knew nothing like we knew nothing about Kona and I was like you know you're learning marketing strategies and Mm -hmm. you're learning x y and z and it was just like I truly knew nothing about opening a boutique Mm -hmm. you know you think in theory it's like so fun and glamorous and all of that and I mean there's so much more that goes into there's so much more Mm -hmm. that goes into those types of things so Mm -hmm. yeah Yes. Yeah. That kind of goes into like what we were talking about a couple weeks ago when we're saying just go for it. Like you really have to put in the research Mm -hmm. and if you know people, it makes it that much easier. Yeah. If you know people in the business, you can Mm kind of reach out to them. But at at some point you kind of have to sit down and be like, okay, well, I'm going to have to figure this out myself because you can't just keep reaching out. Like I know me and Courtney (laughs) don't want to just like reach out to all these podcast people that have been so successful. Yeah. We don't want to be like. How did you do it? You know, yeah. uh-huh. at some point you just kind of have to find your right. own way. This yeah. is, that's, that's actually my answer to our, one of our questions coming up. They kind of gave me a little bit of like some clues on what they may ask me. Not mm-hmm. all of them. They've kind of <laughs> got me on some of these tonight, <laughs> but that was their, one of their questions at the end. And that is 
pretty much my answer for that. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there. Courtney, go with our next question. I know we already kind of touched on this a little bit, but aside from the Elizabeth, like, comment sold, storefront split, do you have any other plans for future businesses? Oh my gosh, if it was up to my husband, we would own like 50. He is a, I, I would probably say absolutely yes. There's no, there's nothing in nothing the in works. The mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, there's no way that we're going to not open another business down the road. Um, I could definitely see us like um, dabbling in like real estate, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe having like some rental properties yeah, and Andy. things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Airbnb girl. Get out there and talk to your brother. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, we always are just kind of like, if an opportunity presents itself, we like, why not talk about it for like 1.2 seconds and then we're all in. It's like, we're exactly. sign us up. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and also we failed to mention your other business, this entire, yeah. Oh yeah. This entire podcast. But do you want to talk about your other business? Yeah. Emma Blake's. Smocks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> we got real crazy a couple of years ago and bought a uh, smocking company that was solely online. Um, it was actually a business based in Auburn and mm-hmm. she just kind of went under for lots of reasons I probably shouldn't discuss on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, what does she have to lose? We just offered her some cash and she handed her business over to us and it was in a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awful. It was yeah. awful. Like she had like taken all this money from all these customers. It's a group with 50,000 people in it. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, these people just need to be loved and nurtured and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. And I was like, I can do this. I can do this. Like, I love kids. I mm-hmm. love kids' clothes. And it was like right around the time when Brooks was small. Yes. And, be and it was, yes. Stage. And so it was perfect. And so we bought it and it, whew, it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. I love it, but it has been our hardest business that we've owned. And I don't know why I can't put it on. I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. The customers are a lot different mm-hmm. than my customers at EB. And that's been really hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that I care a lot about what people think. Yes. And yes. it's just hard because like, I want everybody to love me. You know, yeah. it's like, and it's like, I feel like some of these people are like, Chick, I don't care who you are. You exactly. know, like and they yeah. just don't care. Uh-huh. Like, and they are ruthless and they are rude. And I don't but know how kinda, to handle that because I'm not that, that way. With a bigger following. Yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It's And it still is much bigger than like your VIP groups for yeah. Elizabeth. It's, I will say on. there are a lot more people in it, but it's not active. Not exactly. it, yeah. It, the, the algorithm in that group is, um, but yeah. it, I mean, it still does great. It, yeah. it does great. Um, but yeah. Just it's completely it's, different space. It's completely different headspace. It's just a lot different. It's a pre-order type of group. So okay. we design the clothes. Um, I have a design team. It's actually a really cool process when we yeah. talk through it. But um, we have a design team. They literally, like, put all these outfits together, and we'll have a collection. So just to say it's like a rainbow collection. And we'll have, like, a little girl's bubble, a dress, a short set. We'll have a boy's outfit. 
-hmm. And then we have to have a certain amount of orders for each outfit for it to make production. So not everything gets produced. Um, But once we run our pre-order, we send in the items. We have a manufacturer over in Vietnam, and they manufacture our clothes, and then they ship them to us. And so it's about a three-month process from start to finish. Um, So from the time that people place their order, Mm -hmm. it's a three-month turnaround. So it's kind of long. So people prepay for their clothes. And then you have to wait. Yep, and then Mm -hmm. they wait. So, But financially, there's not, you know, as much risk for us. Like if we went into it saying, oh, we want all five of these outfits, and And then then we got them, and then no bought them, we're Mm -hmm. sitting on it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And that kind of goes into our next question. Biggest challenges that you faced? Um, Just figuring out, yeah, just Mm -hmm. figuring out inventory. Like, Mm -hmm. it's truly, (laughs) it's so frustrating. It's one of those, like, roll a dice type of situations. You truly look at something, and you're like, this is going to be a home run. Everybody mm-hmm. is going to love this. Yeah. And you buy super deep in it. And then you go live. And you're like, God, oh, this is the best thing ever. And then you have four people who buy it. And you have 85 left. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh. I messed up. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's well, a lot of money yeah, that's yeah. just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, And then on the flip side. You have things that you would have never guessed in your wildest dreams that you buy like three packs of. And packs, if I keep saying packs, Mm -hmm. it's like each pack is two smalls, two mediums, Mm -hmm. two larges. Yes. So, you know, if we buy and we have like, you know, say I get three packs, that means we have six smalls, six mediums, six larges. Well, if I go live with it and everybody wants it, like there's some nights that I have like wait lists for like 98 people for something. And I'm like, well... We underordered grossly on that. And you have people that are like, oh, it's sold out. It's always sold out. And I'm like, hey, I got 700 other products that have 50 plus things, yeah. you know, because it, it is. It's like me guessing yeah, what everybody's, what, gonna what they're going to mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's yeah. Really hard. And, and I guess we're not as organized as a lot of like other big, big boutiques. Like they have like inventory specialists. Like, but like I'll go to market like thinking about things I need, like a pocket tee. Oh my Lord. I must have gone to every market and was like, we got to buy some pocket tees. Mm-hmm. We've had like 800 pocket tees this, this spring because I felt like I needed a pocket tee. So I bought pocket tees at every vendor. <laughs> well, no, I just only needed about one set of pocket tees. And I kind of <laughs> forgot that I bought pocket tees at that vendor and then pocket tees at that vendor and then pocket tees at that vendor. So, you know. So if anybody needs a pocket tee. Yeah, come on to EB. We got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we're just going to, I guess we'll wrap this up with, the last thing, which mm-hmm. will kind of help out our listeners if yes. you were ever thinking about owning a business. Yeah, it kind of ties into one of our former episodes, our Just Go For It episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you have one piece of advice for someone who is just getting started or wants to just go for it, what would that be? I mean, Carrie kind of stole my answer from me just a minute ago. <laughs> she did. Um, no, you're fine. I have people that reach out all the time. And it's so funny because you can tell the people that have, like, actually done research and know what they're talking about versus somebody just saying, hey, I really want to start a boutique. Can you give me all your tips and tricks? And I'm like, no, because I've spent... So, so many much. hours and so much money and so much time. Um, I have had several people that I've kind of like, I, w- I guess I would say like mentored because mm-hmm. my friend in Tuscaloosa, she kind of like answered my questions. But obviously I had already started, you know, and yeah, it was like I was, there. I was already there and I was just asking her yeah. like, you know, 
day-to-day questions and how do you do this and how do you do that? And she's always been so sweet. I still reach out to her for advice, mm-hmm. like at least once a month right. about something. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think it's so important and it shows how much you want something exactly. when you're willing to put in the effort to like mm-hmm. research and figure it out. Like everything mm-hmm. that we have done, Stephen and I building all of these businesses have been self-taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been self-taught. We have put in the work. We have put in the mm-hmm. time. And before you just like on a whim say, I'm going to open a boutique. Like first off, you need to know that it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so easy to like look at successful places and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I could so do that. Right. You probably could, but you need to know that it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a whole lot of tears that people don't see. Yes. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes. Yes. And a whole lot of decisions that you're like, did I make the right one? Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, just do your research. Do everything you can. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't reach out to people. Right. right. But don't reach out and say, hey, how do I start a, From like, had, yeah, I mean, <laughs> tell me like, everything. I had, you know, I had a girl that I mentored and she was so great. She reached out to me and she said, Hey, I want to let you know, she was one of my customers and I fully supported her and I shouted at shouted her business out all the time on my lives. Um, she had, she reached out, she said, I just want to let you know, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do and blah, blah, blah. And I've already done X, Y, and Z. I mean, y'all, she was on it. She knew her stuff. She had filed her LLC. She had done all that. And it's like, there's so many people that, like, don't even start their businesses mm-hmm. correctly. Right. Like, you have to have insurance. Right. You have to have an LLC or however you want to start your business. So, mm-hmm. just make sure that you do all those, like, legalities because yes. if you don't, you're going to eventually get caught. You know? Exactly. Like, so, exactly. And you can literally Google how to start a business and it's yeah. going to tell you mm-hmm. one, Guys, two, you can three, hire four, a Guys, you can hire a business lawyer mm-hmm. to set everything up for you and probably pay yeah. $400. And that is like a, mm-hmm. another huge tip that I've just been, you know, through that throughout this process is I've had to learn that I'm not superwoman mm-hmm. yeah. and I can't do it all. Right. And the things that I can hire out, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So do your research yes. before you go messaging. I know Courtney and I, we certainly did enough research before we started this podcast. Oh, and yeah. we haven't reached out to anybody about anything because you can. You can literally find anything you need yeah. on Google. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, thankfully. But there's nothing wrong with reaching out. Yeah, like no. Once you've hit a certain point, like I think it's great. It's so great to mm-hmm. like bounce ideas off people and have like-minded people yes. that you can resonate mm-hmm. with and yes. you can just text and be like, oh my gosh, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. that it, they, they're just good for you. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Well, I think that's it. Yay. I don't know. Do you have any other questions, Court? I don't think so. I think that covers it. Beth, do you have anything you want to say to Oh my gosh. (laughs) Y'all, thank you. Carrie texted me and was like, I have a question and I don't know what you're going to think. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I would love it. This has been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, just talking into a microphone and mm-hmm. nobody's going to see my face. No. But I loved it. Yeah, I'm so, so glad. Great. You had so much yes. so much information that we, All good. Yeah. we needed. Hopefully I helped somebody. And if you are starting a business, like, don't let me scare you away by saying don't reach out. That's not what I'm saying. If you are starting mm-hmm. a business or a boutique and you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Beth yes. Campbell Register. Yes, we will link everything in the info description yes, of this episode. Sure. Perfect. And everything will be on our Instagram next week. I also wanted to mention that 
Beth so kindly gave us a code for all of our listeners to use for Elizabeth Boutique. So the code is Bloom25 to save 25% off your purchase. And we also chose a giveaway winner this week for our recent Instagram giveaway. The giveaway winner is Madison Patterson. So keep an eye out um, on your Instagram messages this week. We will be reaching out to you to arrange a way to get you your gifts. And we will definitely be doing more giveaways in the future. So I think that's it. We'll just wrap this up. Thank you again, Beth. Thank you all for having me. Y'all are awesome. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.